May I speak with David Card, please? I'm uh, speaking, yeah. Hello, my name is Adam Smith, calling from the website of the Nobel Prize. <laughs> yeah, I heard that that was... I heard that Adam Smith was going to call me. That's kind of ironic. <laughs> yep. On this on this strange morning, it must make you feel even more disorientated. Yeah. Anyway, um, pleased to meet you. Lovely to meet you. <laughs> Sorry. Not at all. Congratulations on the news. Oh, thank you. Uh, so, how did the news reach you? Um, somebody called my um, my home phone number and. Um, um, we have we actually have a um a kind of a weekend house and we're actually there right now and uh, but it forwarded the, the call forwarded to my wife's cell phone and were you both asleep when it came no i just got actually i just i actually literally had flown back from a memorial for my grandmother who passed away recently um and um i just just arrived about 20 minutes ago from the airport gosh so you must be exhausted already and then, <laughs> and now the prospect of a sleepless night ahead, I suppose, as people bombard you with phone calls like this. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, um, I, I don't really know the drill. I, get, I was kind of hoping I might go to sleep. <laughs> well, I think we'll you. See, I guess I think you should. I think that's absolutely right, and I'm I'm delighted to catch you just before you turn in and turn off your phone maybe but um it sounds like it's really caught you very much by surprise yeah well yeah i must admit uh, you know um i don't think i would have been um a very high probability that's that's a modest thing to say you know you you, you use real world events to find the evidence for causal relationships um it must be fascinating just waiting for events to take a turn that allows you to interrogate the data well, I, I do sometimes tell graduate students that um, crazy uh, political regimes uh, have a lot of disadvantages, but one advantage is that they do create uh, very good conditions for trying to do a causal analysis. Um, that's that's true. <laughs> As I suppose, does all this all the awful disruption caused by the pandemic? Presumably, there's tons of p potential in that for analysis. Uh, yeah, this pandemic is very difficult because um, there's so many things that are disrupted at once. Um, and, and I think, yeah, I bet you that um, 20, 30 years from now, we'll still be trying to sort that out, what exactly happened. Um, you know, if you look at the, the, the uh, increase in unemployment or the drop in GNP, it's you know, like one of the worst or the worst recession since the Great Depression, or maybe worse than the Great Depression. And certainly in its um, the speed of onset, it's worse. But um, then uh, almost miraculous recovery after. So it, it's going to be something that um, I think people are going to struggle with interpreting for many, many decades. Mm. And um, just to highlight one bit of data from your work, I mean, uh, uh, people are talking a great deal about immigration these days and very worried about the effects of it on, on jobs. But your work shows that there doesn't seem to be an effect of immigration on the labour market, which is uh, fascinating. Well, the, uh, actually, that's not quite true. I, I the, the one paper that I think probably you're referring to is a paper I wrote about the Marial boat lift. Um, and it didn't show much of an effect, but it, it, I, you know, a cautionary tale is that there could have been small effects because the, um, 
the ability to precisely measure the effects when it only affects one city is somewhat limited. Hmm. Another other work I did, I did find, um, you know, very small effects of, of immigration on on uh, native wages. Um, but people don't um, remember that, but that's clearly written in the paper. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I suppose I've been guilty of just what must be the big problem of your work, which is that the implications of these data sets are enormous for public policy and people tend to want to make a decision, go one way or the other. And, and it must be, I suppose, frustrating to have people simplify things that way. Well, you know, I'll tell you, um, I, um, for instance, on the, on the minimum wage, I remember um, Alan Kruger and I did some research you know, jointly and independently of each other on separate papers, and, and then we wrote a book in the early 1990s. And after that, the minimum wage was frozen in place for um, a very long time. Um, and so we always assumed that our work had completely stopped all progress on the minimum wage. <laughs> so I, I think uh, similarly, to tell you the truth, um, I, I'm not sure that um, the kind of research that I've done has had much impact on on uh, on um, immigration because at the end of the day, on the immigration issue, I don't think I think people talk about these impacts on on native workers, but I don't think that's really what the big concern is. The big concern is about um, changing the kind of the composition of the country and making it more non-white or more um, different religion, more lang different language, different um, racial composition. Mm. 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 I, I, I wrote a paper on that too, but <laughs> no one remembers that one. <laughs> <laughs> what was your conclusion? <laughs> that basically, there were, uh, well, it was based on data from the uh, European Social Survey. Uh, and the very first European Social Survey they did in, I think, um, like 23 countries, and um, I was working with Christian Dusman at uh, UCL and um, Ian Preston at UCL. And we submitted a, a proposal for questions, and, and it was accepted. And so the very first ESS, European Social Survey, had this battery of questions. And we, we tried to get at what's the main reason that people are against immigration. Is it because of economics or because of this sort of concerns about cultural issues? And we concluded that it was mostly the cultural issues. Mm. Mm -hmm. They're very deep rooted, and it will take a lot of changing. For me, my wife is there making. I, I'm I'm standing here in my pajamas. My wife is, is taking a picture and making, kind of making fun of me. Well, you know what? <laughs> she should not. Rather than making fun of you, what I'd like her to do is to send me that picture. Um, we, <laughs> okay, this guy wants the picture. <laughs> I most definitely do. You know, um, yeah. we, ha we, we have this, um, we have a tradition now of not only interviewing you, but um, trying to get you to send us a picture capturing this moment, which we post on our channels for NobelPrize.org. Oh, okay. Pe people yeah. have been doing it all last week. You know, that would just, that would just be a dream to have that. Thank you. People will adore it. And <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm speaking on the phone in my, my uh, yeah, okay. I, I think it should be okay. <laughs> I'm sure you look fantastic. Anyway, it's a happy moment. Yeah, it's worth right. worth remembering, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's been a huge pleasure speaking to you. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it, your name really is Adam Smith. I'm afraid it really is, yes. <laughs>
it's a peculiarity. And anyway, if it gets a laugh, it's worth having a good name. Thank you very much indeed. And I hope... Yeah, sure, Adam. And I'll I'll upload the the, the, uh, JPEG of the picture. Thank you very much. And good luck with getting back to bed. Okay. Yep. Bye. Thanks. You just heard a special episode of Nobel Prize Conversations. If you enjoyed hearing this call, don't miss our bonus episode, where Adam Smith takes a turn as guest, and we go behind the scenes from these very special moments. Find it on Acast, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Nobel Prize Conversations is a podcast series with Adam Smith, a co-production of Filt and Nobel Prize Outreach. The editorial team also includes Andrew Hart, Olivia Lundquist, Magnus Yulier, and me, Claire Brilliant. Music by Epidemic Sound. Thanks for listening. If you're passionate about the Nobel Prize, you won't want to miss a single episode of our podcast. Be sure to subscribe. We're available on Acast, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, GeoSarvan, Spotify, and many, many more popular platforms.